This is Brewers on Tap. Welcome you into episode number 32 of Brewers on Tap, the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. Hi again, everybody. Jeff Levering with you. Thanks for making us a part of your day, whether you're driving to work or just trying to get a little bit of Brewers love in there since the offseason has begun. We always invite you to get involved in each and every podcast by tweeting the Brewers using the hashtag Brewers on Tap. So make sure you get yourselves involved in future podcasts. We've got a great episode coming up. We've got manager Craig Council who breaks down the end of the 2015 season and what he looks forward to coming up in 2016. We'll also hear from a couple of rookies for the Brewers. That would be Jorge Lopez, who made his major league debut in San Diego last week. We talked with him after getting his first major league win. And we also chatted with Zach Davies, who ended his season in a flourish. And he talks about his last start of the 2015 season. But as we always do here on Brewers on Tap, we've got to get you to this week in Brewers history. And now, this week in Brewers history. We go back to October 7th, 2011, and that's when the Brewers defeated the Arizona Diamondbacks in the NLDS three games to two as Niger Morgan drives home Carlos Gomez with an RBI single in the bottom of the 10th inning of game number five at Miller Park. We also go back to October 10th, 1982, and that's when the Brewers became the first team ever to win a league championship series after trailing two games to none as they rallied to defeat the California Angels in the best-of-five series, earning a spot in their first World Series against the St. Louis Cardinals. And, of course, Cecil Cooper had the game-winning hit to clinch the ALCS against the Angels. We have some news to report on Brewers on tap as the Brewers made their first off-season moves as the coaching staff will be dramatically different in 2016 under new general manager David Stearns and incumbent manager Craig Council. Only two of this year's coaching staff remain. That's third base coach Ed Cedar, who will be back for his 10th season on the Major League staff and his sixth in his current position. And also hitting coach Darnell Coles will return for his second season with the crew. Gone are longtime bench coach Jerry Naren, pitching coach Rick Kranitz, and outfield instructor John Shelby, each of whom spent the last five seasons on the Brewers staff, plus bullpen coach Lee Tunnel and first base coach Mike Guerrero, also not retained for 2016. The announcement came on general manager David Stern's first official day on the job this past Monday. He said he believed it prudent to bring in, quote, new voices with some new ideas and some new outlooks into the fold on the major league coaching staff. Craig Council added that I want to build a great coaching staff. There are several attributes in major league coaches that I value, and we have been cognizant of moving forward. I value great teachers, and I value somebody who is able to challenge my ideas. I value somebody who is able to take some abstract information and allow the players to apply it on the field. I value somebody who is able to finish a player in the big leagues. It's not easy to get all those attributes, but that's what we're shooting for. So new field staff joining manager Craig Council on the field in 2016. That's your news, and now how about the highlights from the last handful of ball games in the regular season for the Brewers? 
And on the mound rock for the Brewers is Tyler Wagner, who's coming off a spectacular season at Double A, was the ERA champ. And a wave and a miss. He goes after him with a breaking ball, and Russell strikes out. There That's exactly what he did, and Bryant strikes out. Tyler Wagner, the less is more approach for the second out. One, two again. Rizzo pulls it on the ground. Right to Lynn. Wagner's there, and he'll get out of it. How about the rookie? On David Ross, and a swing and a ground ball right to Segura. He'll go across. That will end the inning. And Tyler Wagner is pitching well. He's walking the tightrope. But that was a nice clean inning for him. And he's got six in the books. That one's on the ground right to Perez. Boy, Davies making it look easy here. Gives up a couple of hits. Comes right back on one pitch retires Marmus. Seven shutout for the rookie Davies. And he got him. <laughs> Jeremy Jeffress digging up a new personality as he stomps off the mound. He strikes out the side after a leadoff walk. Strands a runner at third base. Kicking and snorting all the, all the way to the dugout. High fly ball right center field. This is way back. Goodbye home run for Chris Davis. Well that took no time to get out of here. And Bernie will hit the slide on a Friday night. Davis number 27. Tyler Wagner, who was brought up after his double-A season in Biloxi, impressed in his third big league start in a tough luck loss against the Cubs. Zach Davies, who we'll hear from in a little while on the podcast, hurled seven shutout innings in his final start in San Diego and finished his big league time with 15 straight scoreless innings. Chris Davis hit his team-leading 27th homer against the Cubs and ended up hitting 21 home runs after the All-Star break. We did some weekly highlights, but how about some of the top moments here in 2015? Lots of record-breaking moments, big home runs, big saves, big wins. How about we hear from the top plays here in 2015? In the air to left, pretty well hit. Davis on the run, and Davis! Oh, oh what a catch! Chris Davis makes a great catch as he crashes up against the wall. Wow. Standing ovation from this Miller Park crowd. And I'm pleased to announce Craig Council as the new manager of the Milwaukee Brewers. That's what I'm going to try to do every single day I wake up. We're going to try to figure out a way to win baseball games. Do you have a thought on uh, facing Kershaw and Greinke right off the bat? I'm perfectly fine. I'm happy about that. It's good. It's going to be a good story someday. Of course, big day for Craig Council. Unfortunately, his debut goes up against Clayton Kershaw. And the Brewers add one more. Uh, a towering home run by Hector Gomez, his first in the major league. The pitching change coming up as the Brewers come to life here against Clayton Kershaw. Gomez lines a bullet, left center, base hit. Here comes Adam Lynn. He'll score the tying run. That'll be charged to Kershaw. Game over. And Craig Council in his managerial debut is victorious. A comeback victory against the game's best. 
Doesn't get any better than that. Congratulations, Craig Council. Well, I, I told you guys earlier today, I'd hope we'd have a story about this game someday, and I, I think we wrote a pretty good, those guys wrote a pretty good story tonight. They made the first one memorable, there's no doubt about it. Here's the 1-1. Here it is! Brewers win it! Maldonado ends the game for the Brewers! He tied it in the 7th, he ends it in the 11th, as the Brewers take 2 out of 3 from the Cubs. Well, happy Mother's Day, Mrs. Maldonado, right? Braun in the right field, pretty well hit. On the run is Martinez. That ball is back, and it is gone. A home run for Braun off the foul pole. Three-run shot. Here's the pitch to Lind, swinging a high drive. That's to right field. Back Martinez, track, wall, gone. Back-to-back home runs by Braun, and now Adam Lind. That ball's hammered way back left field. And the Brewers go back to back to back. Braun, Lind, Ramirez, 6-1, Brew Crew. Here it is. Braun to left and deep. Oh, get up. Get up. Get out of here. Way gone. He hit it out of here over the bleacher area and left. Lincecum got away with one the pitch before, but not on that one. And he hit that one a mile out of here. That's about as good as I've ever seen him hit one. It cleared the bleachers in left. Maldonado should see something he can hit. Maldonado, center field. Did he get this one? Way back. Get up. Get out of here. Gone for Maldonado. He just hit a walk-off out of here. And this one is over. And the Brewers in 17 innings. How about Martin Maldonado? Taylor Youngman making his Dodger Stadium debut. And a swing and a miss. And Taylor Youngman goes the distance for Milwaukee. I'm going to go back and change it again. There you go. Braun into right field. Sounded good. That's way back there. And goodbye. Braun hammers one off the facing of the Lowe's level. And he stands alone. As the franchise home run leader, number 252 in his career, Ryan Braun is the Brewers' all-time home run leader now by himself. And that ball's ripped left field. Is it going to stay fair? It is a fair ball that is in. No, home run. A home run for Santana. Just made it over the fence. It came back into play. DJ Rayburn had it as a home run. Santana gets on the board with a bang in his first game as a Brewer. And the much anticipated first major league at bat for Nevin Ashley. What a moment this is for him, for his family. Now, after 10 seasons in the minor leagues and 870 minor league games and that's gonna fall a base hit his first at bat in the big leagues is in the gap and coming around third on his way to score is Davis 
Nev and Ashley, welcome to the big leagues. Boy, oh boy, how about that? Good for him. Oh, it's game on now. The Brewers a chance to come back here in the ninth inning. Last regular season home game of the season for the Cardinals. And the Brewers can spoil the party. Bases loaded. Nobody out. Dodgers is a good hitter. He's been the Brewers' best pinch hitter this year. And he swings and he rips one deep into center field. That is way back there. And Rogers sends one out of here. A grand slam. The Brewers take the lead on a bomb wow. by Jason Rogers. Wow. How about that? Boy, that's going to quiet the crowd down here in St. Louis. How about Ryan Braun breaking Robin Yount's all-time home run record with the Brewers? All the great defensive plays. The franchise record 12 rookies making their debuts. Not heard, but certainly not forgotten. Francisco Rodriguez inching closer and closer to the all-time saves leader. Rodriguez now seventh all by himself with 386 career saves, just four behind Dennis Eckersley. And how about Craig Council picking up his first major league win as a manager against Clayton Kershaw and the Los Angeles Dodgers in his first contest as the Brewers' manager. Well, speaking of Craig Council, I had an opportunity to catch up with him on the last day of the regular season. Talked about a lot of different things in our conversation, but a lot of moving forward to 2016. So now we catch up with the crew and chat with the manager of the Brewers, Craig Council. Let's catch up with the crew. It's time we catch up with the crew this week, and uh, since it's the final podcast of the regular season, figured it would be fitting to have the skipper of the Brewers, Craig Council, join us. And Craig, the last time that uh, you joined the podcast, you were in a little bit different role. Uh, now as a manager of the club, and as you see the season coming to a close here, there, there have been a lot of positives that you could take away from this 2015 season, a lot of good individual performances. But for you, what's the, the biggest thing that you can take away from this year? Well, it, it's been a it's been a season of a lot of change for the organization. I think th- that's really the number one is that we've we've undergone a, a, a big change, um, and we're we're still kind of in the middle of that change. I think so. That's number one. I think um, obviously uh, I'm in a new role, and um, it's been a um, I, I've loved it. It's it's been it's been a blast. Um, it's been a ch- it's been a challenging year with because of the change, but um, I, I love what I'm doing. I know that. And, um, you know, I enjoy the, enjoy the daily and, and nightly competition of it and, and, and trying to figure out how to, uh, how to get guys better and how to get us, you know, kind of turned and, and going in the right direction. When you were named the manager, did you see anything in this last five months that kind of surprised you or you realized, oh, man, I really have to think about that a little bit more than, than I thought I might to going into it? Um, I don't know if, I don't know if anything surprises you. It's, it's just, there's just more of everything. I think is that maybe that's the surprise is it's just more of everything. Um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a lot to keep up with. There's a lot, you're, you're managing people. I think that the biggest thing, if anything, is that managing, you know, really managing a, a large number of people for the first time is, is different and you, and you have to, uh, there's challenges associated with that um, that kind of occupy your mind for a large part of the day, <laughs> both m- m- away from the field as much as anything. So, um, you know, that's that's it's still baseball, you know, and it's still, um, you know, it's still competition. Um, and, that, and that part's very familiar to me. When you look back at this season, you know, you'd like to be moving on and playing more here in October and, and the wins weren't what they were. 
But did you see the opportunity for these young kids to have the opportunity to come up here and play well? And we've seen here in the month of September, the beginning of October, some pretty good performances from these rookies that you didn't necessarily think would have an opportunity this season. But were you pleased with what you saw from the young guys? Yeah, I think, you know, I think, you know, what they got is they got an opportunity. Um, they got their first little piece of experience. Um, you know, f- f- for us to be good, we're, we're going to have to have some, some guys be big-time players. So it's not just enough to have be happy that guys get little opportunities. We're going to have to have a couple of these guys become big-time players. Uh, you can't do it without some, you know, aircraft carrier, so to speak. So, um, you know, I, I, you know, to be honest, I think a lot of what we got to look at this year is some pieces for for the future. Um, we need to find some some of the bigger bigger pieces um, because you can't do it without some of the bigger pieces and some of the foundation pieces. And that that's that's uh, and and we have some. Um, and I don't, I'm not. Sh- I think. Um, you know, I don't think we saw all of them, but I think we have some, and, and I'm looking forward to, to, to starting to see them. When you look forward and where this team needs to go, you know, usually pitching and defense is where you start to try and win your championships, but this pitching staff and the four starters that you have coming back with Youngman and, and Garza and Jimmy Nelson, Willie Peralta, if, if all of them are healthy and playing to their capabilities, that's a pretty good rotation to start this process with. Well, I think, I think one of the things that um, – you know, seeing some other guys pitch in in September and August has is do we, we have some choices with starting pitching? We have some depth at starting pitching um, that maybe we didn't previously know we had. Um, we're, we're still missing top of the rotation type pitchers, but um, I think we have some depth there, and and I think there is you know the hope is that some of them can develop too too close to. You know, maybe the the, the, the higher level starters. Um, I think our bullpen is a strength. I really do. I think it's a it's it's probably the greatest strength of our, our team going forward. I mean, bullpens are a little, you know, they change year to year, but a little volatility to them. But um, you know, I think we have some some solid pieces down there. Defensively, we're going to have to get better. You know, if this in this whole you know pitching is really run prevention. It's part of preventing runs. And defensively is an area where I believe we really have to get better. And having a full season with Jonathan Lucroy behind the plate, you know, this year had so many injuries. You had the foot injury and then, you know, late in the season with the mild concussion. Having him for a full season is certainly one that uh, you can never count on anybody having a full season. Injuries happen. But having him behind the plate is such an anchor for this team, isn't it? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think we got about 90 starts out of Jonathan, something, something around there. Um, so, you know, you know, we probably missed 40 games, you know, 40 to 45 games from him. Um, you know, and it's he, – he's, he's a very good player. He's, he's one of our, you know, kind of anchors in the lineup. Um, he's very good – he's a good defensive player. So, I think, um, you know, he was, he was a person that we – that his in and out of the lineup. And, and really, we have a lot of players in and out of the lineup that we struggled to create consistency in our offensive game this year. Um, we had it for a little stretch probably in – june and early july um but but other than that it was a it was a real kind of you know we're we're mixing and matching almost every day because of injuries and then the trades when we look forward craig and and new general manager in town you've got david stearns and you guys are building up that relationship what's the first thing you guys try and figure out when you're trying to get to know one another i mean you're a first-time manager he's a first-time general manager you're talking about conversations that 
you need to spend a you know, hundred days with the guy, but you've only met him, you know, for a handful of days. What do you guys start with to try and build up a relationship? Well, I think you you start with just you know kind of getting your views and stuff. And you really, what I try to do is I try to open up to him. I think you know, and and just let him see who I am. Um, and then um, because because ultimately the, the the best thing that we can do is trust each other, and, and the thing that we need to do is trust each other. So um, the best way to do that is for us to just kind of lay 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 everything on the table and open up to each other about how we see things, um, you know, our, our views on things, uh, whether it be players or coaches or um, you know how the front office works, whatever. Um, it, it's it's best for us to be open with each other, and um, that's going to create a create a relationship that works. Um, so that's that's what we try to do is just. You know, we're going to have to make decisions together. Um, there's going to be decisions that I have to make, and there's going to be decisions David has to make. But um, I think the trust is the is the first thing you want to try to establish, and you do that by just sharing with each other, really. This being the last game of the season, Craig, and we'll finish with this. Uh, how big is it going to be for you moving into 2016, knowing that you're the guy going into day number one? You've got a general manager in there the day number one. It's a fresh season, and you're going to be there from the first day of spring training you guys have a whole cohesive unit going in how big is that going to be moving into 2016 i'm certainly looking forward to it i think it'll be um you know you feel like you you feel like you kind of you had a partial season this year really um and so you feel like you have a whole season where you where you, you know you really you you have to own it you know it's your season um so it's a it's a challenge and something you look forward to and it's um like you said, I mean, after a season like this, you're looking for a fresh start. Brewers are looking for a fresh start. So we have a, you know, we have a challenging time ahead. Um, but, you know, I think it's, it's, it's exciting because we feel like we're building and we feel like we're going to build something that's sustainable. Um, so it, it's, and that project um, gets us all excited to, to start working on it right away. Craig, it's been a pleasure getting to know you throughout the course of this season and a uh, tremendous honor to work with you. So looking forward to a great 2016. Thanks for the time. Thanks, Jeff. Council finished his season 136 games at the helm of the Brewers. He went 61-75 and 75 as a manager. As mentioned, it was a tough season. New general manager taking over, managerial change. Six different major league players traded off the active roster. It was quite the challenge for Council, but he did everything he could to make this team competitive and have his voice heard. Expecting great things from Craig Council coming in 2016. Big announcements also coming from Craig later on this week with General Manager David Stearns. Now it's time we break it down on Brewers on Tap, and we'll hear from a couple of Brewers pitchers, Zach Davies and Jorge Lopez. Davies finished out his regular season with a flourish, as you heard earlier in our highlights, and Jorge Lopez made his Major League debut in San Diego and even pitched pretty darn well here at Miller Park on Sunday against the Chicago Cubs. So let's break it down this week with both Zach Davies and Jorge Lopez. Let's break it down. And we're joined now by last night's winning pitcher in his major league debut, and that's Jorge Lopez. And Jorge, before we get into you know the the nuts and bolts of last night's ball game, I mean, making your major league debut, how did you feel out there? Uh, I say too many emotions. You know, uh, I feel great. I feel amazing over there. Uh, you know, take the opportunity. Uh, these were like I said, thousand guy minor league once, so. It was excited, you know. It was, I got my family here, uh, 
and everybody was watching on TV in Puerto Rico, so it was a exciting moment. It seemed like uh, you weren't nervous at all, and if you were, you weren't showing it. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like compete. You know, I know it's it's uh, the same game, so I just we my trust and my uh, my strength. You know, so and and have Martin Maldonado back there that made me more uh, trust by myself and more confidence in the mouth, and I and I think you know. Uh, is a bad thing I have. Uh, tell me about the stuff that you had last night. It seemed like the, the command was really good with the fastball early, mixed in some good change-ups. Didn't use the curveball all that much. Yeah, through threw. Uh, fastball command was perfect. Uh, I threw wherever I want. A uh, couple change-up, too, with the lefties. Uh, I just got one mistake with Justin Milton, mm-hmm. and he got me double with that change-up. But I just still uh, focus and did the adjustment and yeah I, I didn't throw that the curveball because I didn't feel like uh, I didn't feel that good Thursday so I just going with, with what I have well you pitched well enough yesterday to earn yourself another start you're going to get the start on Sunday in the final game of the regular season and you're going to get a chance to pitch at Miller Park how excited are you I'm excited, man. I've never been there before, so I hope uh, Milwaukee can enjoy my, my that day, and I will enjoy too. Uh, Jorge Lopez is our guest, and uh, Jorge, this is this has been a long time coming for you. you. Had such a phenomenal season in Double A with that Biloxi Shuckers team, and you guys had a great run in the playoffs too. You know, to have the season that you did and to pay it off with an opportunity in the major leagues, were you were you excited? Obviously, you were excited to get the opportunity, but were you a little bit surprised that you were in the big leagues this year? Uh, just a little bit. Uh, I never thought uh, I came here uh, in the end of the season, but. Uh, you know, I did my work in double-A, and so I think I'm ready to pitch here. And so they called me up, and, you know, I tried to do my best all the time. What was that moment like when they, when Carlos Sabero called all you guys in? And, I, and it was a wave of emotions because you guys had just lost, and your season was over in double-A, but then you go from the lowest of lows to, I'm, I'm sure, the highest of highs, knowing you're going to the big leagues. Absolutely, man. Yeah. That day, you know, I, I I pitched that day and I was a little bit sad after the game because, you know, I, I won that ring and bring that ring to home. Mm-hmm. But after we got that meeting, uh, Carlos said the six guy come up. So I was, like, more, like, uh, relaxed and, but, you know, I was happy. I was happy. Uh, too many emotions about... Uh, about how I, how I work in off season and been all four years to gain that through. So it's been good. You've been here for a week, and it took you a week to get out of the mound. What was the anticipation like? You're like, I just want to get out there and throw. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I just tried to learn uh, the tried to learn how the how the hitters he's here. And you know that helped me. I think that helped me pretty, uh, pretty big for Thursday to get uh, to get one plan and get out and compete. Well, great job last night. Congratulations on your first major league start and your first major league win. Uh, it was a pleasure to watch you throw. Looking forward to Sunday. Thank you. I appreciate. It. 
We're joined by last night's winner, that's Zach Davies. And, Zach, what a performance from you last night, seven innings of scoreless baseball and really your last two outings. You've been simply dominant. What's been the key to success? Uh, Just changing a little bit of the game plan, uh, being a lot more aggressive, being in the zone and not being afraid of hitters and their strengths, just pitching my strengths. A little bit different lineups facing each the last two times out. Padres not quite the juggernaut that the Cubs are, but you still kind of have to attack these hitters the same way, don't you? Uh, definitely. I think with their ballpark, they know that they've got a certain job that they got to do on offense, so they try and execute that. So you're kind of pitching to different places, different teams, uh, different philosophies. So there are things to work on. What's it like pitching in a place like Petco Park, which is rather pitcher-friendly? Uh, you know, it's awesome. A lot of room out here, great defense behind me. I know that it's going to be easy to let them work, and um, it's a lot of fun getting experience new places. When you get ready to prepare for a team like the Padres, and you know that Matt Kemp's not going to be in the lineup, and then you don't have to face Justin Upton because he gets out of the ball game before you have a chance to face him, does that make your job and your life a little bit easier? Uh, no, not necessarily. I think you still have to go over go over the new hitters that are going to be in the lineup, and uh, I mean that's their anchor in their lineup. But you still you still have a game to throw, and um, it can get out of hand if you're not if you're not focused and not in the game. The changeup was really impressive yesterday. Uh, I'm not sure if you noticed it or not, or if you went back and looked, but no fly balls of the outfielders yesterday. Uh, yeah, that was good. That was a good game for me. Uh, <laughs> I try to try to keep away from fly balls as much as possible. It's not a bad thing here, but you into some of those hitter-friendly ballparks, it can be a problem. But you know, for you, it, it's been a a great learning experience for you. Six starts in the major leagues here in the month of September. What's going to be the biggest thing that you take from this experience? Uh, just having fun up here. Just trusting everything that I've done in the past. That a little work up here too. Um, meeting some new people, meeting uh, the big league club, and uh, getting used to it. So it's been a lot of fun. Not only meeting the big league club, but a, po- a totally different organization too. I mean, you get traded in the beginning of August, and you got to meet a brand new team. It's almost like getting drafted all over again, isn't it? It does have a kind of similar feel. It's a new, new organization, new kind of philosophy, new way of going about things. So uh, you get used to it, but everyone's welcoming. Everything's easy to just get going play baseball was it quick to get to know these guys oh yeah definitely it was real quick everyone introduced themselves being friendly saying hey you got any questions don't be afraid to ask them we're here the entire time asking ask away you've had an ch- opportunity to work with both martin maldonado last night and your last couple of starts and jonathan lucroy kind of nice to have those veteran backstops back there and nevin ashley too it is it is uh, just easy to come up here they easy to trust them and just go with whatever they call and just just be comfortable out there it's awesome zach davies is our guest and zach you had some friends and family here at the ballpark yesterday and we were kidding before we went on the air here that the first thing that they said to you was not hey great job pitching it was hey man get that sacrifice bunt down it was it was <laughs> not it's been a little while since i swung the bat and bunted but still getting used to it getting a little more handle on it what's it like swinging the bat for the first time really since high school i mean it's been a few years it has. Um, still have a little bit of a swing, but I'm uh, going the off season and have a little batting practice around with some friends and uh, hopefully improve upon it next year. Are you a golfer in the off season? I am indeed. Okay, so does the golf swing come into your hitting swing at all, or can you separate the two? I can separate the two. I think the golf swing actually helps keep the baseball swing there a little bit over the years since I haven't been swinging a bat for the last four, but... It's the bad angle. That's the key, right? It is. It is. Keep it up. All right. So your high school coach was actually here yesterday, too. What were his words of advice and and congratulatory words last night? I think it was just kind of a shock to him. It was was something a lot of fun for all of us, Uh, a few friends out here, too. So it was just really congratulations. 
Well, it's a great way to end your season here. 15 consecutive scoreless innings, you know, going back to your two starts ago against the Reds and then six scoreless against the Cubs and seven against the Padres. Not a better way to end the year. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun. It, it just so happened to be that way, but it was a lot of fun to go deeper into ball games and have a little fun out here too. Zach, great job, and congrats on the win. Thank you very much. For Davies, in his six starts, he finished 3-2 and two with a 3.71 earned run average, 24 strikeouts and 34 innings of work. And for Jorge Lopez, he gave up three earned runs in each of his two starts, but got his first major league win against the Padres on the 29th of September, suffered a loss against the Cubs on the last day of the season, but showed a lot of grit and determination, and certainly a couple of guys that are going to be in the mix for that final rotation job come spring training. Here's what's on tap with the Brewers. Well, here's what's on tap for the Brewers. The 2016 season, that's what's on tap. Opening day will be April the 4th against the San Francisco Giants here at Miller Park. We'll have an Arizona Fall League update for you in November as seven Brewers farmhands will be playing in the Valley of the Sun for the surprise Saguaros. We'll also have some news from the winter meetings in December. Lots of wheeling and dealing at that point. And then it'll be time for Brewers on deck January the 31st and spring training just a couple of weeks after that. Be here before you know it. As always, visit Brewers.com for more information about how you can be a season ticket holder. We'll have more and more updates on our blog at minordetails.mlblogs.com and also future podcasts, not every single week, but maybe once a month as we lead up to 2016. That's going to do it for episode number 32 of our podcast. Thanks to our great guests, Craig Council, Zach Davies, and Jorge Lopez for being a part of episode number 32 of the podcast. My name is Jeff Levering. Thanks for a terrific 2015 season, and thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Milwaukee Brewers. This is Brewers on Tap.